Good morning again, everybody. Welcome to another edition of E.W. Jackson for America. Great to be with you again this morning. Well, look, we've got plenty to cover this morning. I hope that you are having a great day. I want to remind those of you who are in my local area this coming Sunday, we have Pastor Appreciation Sunday. The pastor Cecil Bly from Louisville, Kentucky will be speaking for us. We'll be there for two services, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. 945 Canal Drive in Chesapeake, Virginia. So if you're anywhere in the area or even if you're as far away as Hawaii, come on over. We'd love to see you and uh, celebrate with us. Uh, it's just a modest service. Just my congregation puts on annually to just honor and, and uh, encourage me and my wife in our ministry. 943 Canal Drive, Chesapeake, Virginia, 11 a.m. for the morning service, 3 p.m. for the afternoon service. Come on by. Let me mention also that on January 16th, we have our Martin Luther King Leadership Breakfast. Again, if you're in the area, this is a wonderful breakfast. It is an opportunity to bring people together, unlike what you see with critical race theory and all this other garbage, Black Lives Matter. This is about all lives matter. This is about people coming together the way Dr. King envisioned it, dealing with one another based on the content of our character, not the color of our skin, recognizing our common humanity. And that's what this is all about. It sets a very different tone than what you'll mainly see and hear um, in, the, in the legacy media and all of that. So we'd love to have you be a part. It's January 16th, 10 a.m. at the Chesapeake Marriott Hotel, 725 Woodlake Drive in Chesapeake. You can get tickets at thecalled.org, thecalled.org. You can go there, click on MLK Breakfast, and you can get your tickets there. Well, look, um, I, yesterday I really went into a, a kind of foundational talk about the nature of our country and why what's happening right now is so contrary to who we are and where ultimately it leads, that it leads ultimately where the left and the Democrat Party are trying to take us leads ultimately to totalitarianism, leads ultimately to tyranny. Now I know they would say something very different, but as I talked about it and talked about the Constitution, talked about the First Amendment and explained that, I'm sure you understand why they're lying to themselves because they may just be under great delusion uh, and they're certainly lying to others about where their policies take this country. Well, I'm sure you all know that there is a bill before the United States Senate. Well, actually, it's no longer before the United States Senate because it is now passed. Um, they're calling it <laughs> the Respect for Marriage Act. It is not respect for marriage. It is respect for homosexuality transgenderism, and homosexual marriage. That's what it really is. Uh, but they're calling it the Respect for Marriage Act, just like, like they call that other piece of abominable legislation, the Fl Inflation Reduction Act. Well, it hasn't reduced inflation because when you spend more money for the government, that's not going to reduce inflation. That's going to increase inflation. And as you all know, inflation right now is still hovering. I think it's about 7.7%. Uh, so... This is, this is the word salad stuff that they use to try to convince us that up is down, down is up, and left is right, right is left, and 
evil is good, good is evil, darkness is light, light is darkness, bitter is sweet, and sweet is bitter, is bitter. They're, they're wise in their own eyes, prudent in their own sight, and they think that the rest of us are just completely stupid. Now, this legislation has passed the Senate. It's going to probably go, it has to go back to the House for passage, and it's probably going to end up on the president's desk and be signed. One more step in turning America into Sodom and Gomorrah. I mean, the Obergefell decision in 2015 was horrible. What they're trying to do now is, in case that decision is overturned, they're trying to enshrine homosexuality and transgender, transgenderism and, uh, and, and the practice of sexual perversion into our legal system to make sure that there's federal legislation that protects people's right to engage in perverse sexual activity. Now look, people have a right to do whatever they want to do in the privacy of their own relationships. But what this is doing now is bringing this once again into the public square and saying to the rest of us that unless you bow down to this, there are going to be severe penalties. Now look, without this legislation, you know what we've seen. We've seen uh, businesses, business owners sued because they wouldn't bake a so-called quote-unquote gay wedding cake, sued because they wouldn't take photographs at a so-called gay wedding, businesses closed down because the city withdrew their licenses and stopped them from doing business because they were quote-unquote discriminating. And this legislation now expands that and, and frankly, efforts to create amendments, Senator Mike Lee, I give him credit for that, to protect individuals, nonprofits, and, uh, and churches and others from being sued for not recognizing homosexual so-called marriage was rejected. And by the way, let me, let me add this footnote here. This could not have passed without the help of 12 Republicans. 12 Republicans. Um, I was hoping I'd have the list of those for you. I'll see if I can find it because I want to reiterate who those 12 Republicans are because we really need to know who those 12 Republicans are because those 12 Republicans, as far as I'm concerned, are traitors to the Republican platform. I am a Republican because the Republican platform recognizes marriage as a union between one man and one woman. These people are in violation of the platform. As far as I'm concerned, they're, they're traitors. And by the way, one of them, Tom Tillis down in North Carolina, he wouldn't know me probably from Adam, but when he was running, I worked my fingers to the bone trying to get him elected. And not only I did, but other black conservatives trying to move some of the black vote away from his opponent so that he would have enough votes to win because it was, it was neck in neck. He only won that race by about 2%. And he was losing it. And his opponent was a big proponent of same-sex marriage and all the whole, whole panoply of sexual weirdness. And we went into the Christian community, the black Christian community, and told everybody, that's what she stands for. How can you vote for this woman? And she lost a lot of votes at the last minute. They tried to bring Barack Obama in 
to offset what we were doing and to get the black vote all rallied in her behalf. But it didn't work. Tom Tillis won. And now I think to myself, for what? See, this is why, folks, I say, unlike the way many Democrats approach the Democrat Party, it's, it's like a cult. It's like a religion. See, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any cult-like devotion to the Republican Party. My devotion is to Jesus Christ. My devotion is to God's Word. I love this country because I really believe this country is a gift from God. I don't love the Republican Party. I'm a part of the Republican Party because I believe in the Republican platform that it is closer to my values. But I tell you what, some of these people, some of these Republicans, I could, I could really do without. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're nothing but Democrat light. This Respect for Marriage Act is going to create a lot of problems for Christians because it does not have any protection against people like you and me who simply say, and, and let me say for the record, okay, there is no such thing as a marriage between two men and two women. It doesn't exist. That is a legal fiction. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, they've got polyamorphous marriage where you can get married as a group. There is no such thing. That is, that's an abomination. It doesn't exist. It is a legal fiction. And, I, and you wonder, well, what's next? And I won't go there. But, but here again, once you take away the standards that God has set and you start making up your own, then who says the line that the new line that's been drawn, who says that that line should be where the line is drawn? Well, maybe we ought to draw the line further along. I mean, really, why can't a person marry their dog or marry their cat or marry whatever? Why not? Does marriage have to be between two human beings? Well, if so, so says who? You see, this is, this is the logical extension of where you go when you take down the, the standards that God has set up. It's not a slippery slope, folks. It is a long, deep fall into the abyss. And by the way, I said this, many others have said this, and now here we are. We've said pedophilia will eventually come on the table as, a, as another sexual orientation. And right now in California, uh, they are busy releasing pedophiles with no time or with very little time because they're trying to empty the prisons because prisons are inherently unjust. And what difference does it make if they release thousands of pedophiles into the streets? I mean, after all, they're just misunderstood, right? The Washington Post, I said, just did an article about how we, we stigmatize pedophiles. Yeah, we stigmatize them. Ought to do worse than that or lock them up and really throw away the key because they're dangerous and they ruin the lives of children forever. But that's, that's where this is going because you see, sin 
has no satiation. Sin has no ultimate fulfillment. It must take more and more and more and more and more. And, and, and there's only one place it stops. It stops with death. It is the poison pill. It must ultimately kill. That's what it does. And until then, it will, it will just take more and more in rebellion against God and rejection of God's word and rejection of God's truth. It must take more and more and more. There is no end to it. Which is why, you know, it, see, this is a direct offshoot of the so-called gay rights movement, where now you've got people saying, well, we want to teach children at three years old and kindergartners and first graders. And we, we want to teach them about sexuality. We want to teach them that they might be transgender. We want to give them new names. We want. Now, you know, nobody was even talking about this 10 years ago, but here we are having debates about this stuff with school boards all over the country embracing it. Um, I said yesterday that this is how the culture can end up producing a totalitarian or tyrannical state because culture, politics, as Andrew Breitbart famously said, is downstream of culture. And I said, culture is downstream of the moral and spiritual values of a nation. When its moral and spiritual values change, culture changes. And so here we are. Um, you need to let your senator know. It's, it's too late now. The vote's been taken. They rejected Mike Lee's amendment to try to protect, which wouldn't, wouldn't have. I mean, it, was, it would have been helpful, but the legislation just needs to be thrown out. But you need to let your senator know, the senators who voted for this stuff, and I said I'd try to find the list for you, but I wasn't able to put my hands on it before the program started. But you need to let them know, and that's very easy to find out. You just Google which senators voted for the, 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 the Respect for Marriage Act. Ugh. And, you know, it's to show you how, how degenerate and depraved we've become, Chuck Schumer said he wants to get on the phone and call his daughter and her wife. I think they said they're expecting a child or something. Well, first of all, how does that work? Because the two of them can't have a child. So either they went out and got some man's semen from somewhere, or one of them had sex with a man in order to, to try to I mean, folks, th this stuff is so disgustingly degenerate. It, it's, it, it is difficult to wrap our minds, the, the mind of a Christian that is oriented toward the Word of God, it is difficult to wrap our minds around the fact that people can be that confused and that degenerate and that immoral and celebrate it. Think it's great. And it just goes to show that these people have wholesale rejected God's word as truth. You know, and, 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 and here again, let me say that I, I, I hate to come back to, but no, I, I don't hate to come back to me. That's the wrong language. It may seem like I'm being somewhat repetitious in coming back to this, but it's important that I do so. This is why the election in Georgia is so important. This is why it's so important that Herschel Walker 
be elected to the United States Senate and we get rid of Raphael Warnock. Because these kinds of issues, one more vote can make a difference. Of course, we got some traitorous Republicans, of course, but if we can get them over to voting on the right side in many of these instances, we can, and, and then get a, as we've seen, get a Democrat or two with us, we can kill some of this bad stuff. In this case, we were not able to do that because we had 12 traitorous Republicans who went over to their side to vote for this stuff. But it just tells you, and, and for you, here, here again, for you black Christians, let me say this in as stark terms as I can. This is for everybody, by the way, but, but, I'm, but I particularly want black Christians who still, by and large, vote Democrat to get this. I've said this before, I'll say it again. When you vote for the Democrat Party, you are voting for the spirit of Antichrist. Now you've got a decision to make. Are you a Christian or are you something else? You, and you, you don't lie to yourself and keep voting for these policies that, that if you know anything about God's word, you know God's word condemns. Stop lying to yourself and voting in rebellion against God and then saying you're a Christian. Just go ahead and admit, no, I'm not a Christian. That's not, that's not what's important to me. That's not my value. My value is secularist. My value is I'm a Democrat. Maybe that's your religion. Or maybe being black is your religion. I don't know. But don't, but don't pretend to yourself as Christianity. But if you're truly a Christian, you've got to know that when you vote for these Democrats, you are sowing seed and, and entering into league with the devil. Because these policies are devilish. Now, how much more starkly do I have to say this? They're devilish. This idea that you talk to people's children about their sexuality and give them a new name and hide it from the parents, that, that's demonic, folks. I heard this woman from the Federation of Teachers say Republicans are demonic. I thought to myself, well, you know, the devil truly is a masterful liar, isn't he? because everything that they support is demonic. But just like the devil, the Bible called, describes him as the accuser of the brethren. They want to turn that around and point the finger at us and say, no, 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 we're the demonic ones. Well, first of all, do they even know what a demon is? They probably don't because they got demons possessing them, but they don't, so they probably don't know because the, the, the demons that are possessing them have blinded them and deceived them into thinking they're fine and the rest of us sort of have the problem. But they don't even know what a demon is, because where, where would you learn about demons? From the Word of God. And they don't know what the Word of God teaches about demons. They don't know anything about demonology from a biblical perspective. They accused Jesus of having a demon because he healed people on the Sabbath. And Jesus said, you dishonor my father and you dishonor me. He said, because a house divided against itself cannot stand. He said, if I cast out Satan by the power of Satan, how can his kingdom stand? See, so we're the ones who are trying to cast out these devilish notions that are against the word of God. And then they want to turn around and point the finger at us. You're extremists. You're demonic. I mean, unbelievable. For you black Christians... How long will you halt between two opinions? How long will you vacillate between God and the devil? If God is God, serve him. If the Democrat Party is serving God, 
the God you serve, which is the devil, then just go ahead and go hog, whole hog into it. Somebody just told me uh, yesterday, I, I haven't verified this, but we know these Satan clubs are springing up in schools all over the country. And somebody told me there's a Satan club trying to be established in the city of Chesapeake, Virginia, in one of the schools. So if, if you're going to vote for the Democrat Party, just go ahead and join the Satan club because that's what they represent. They don't represent God. They represent the devil. So I, it, it, it would just be easier to just say, I'm leaving the church. I'm going to Satan temple, or at least I'm going to, I'm going to be in league with Satan. Uh, maybe the Democrat party can establish its own, the church of the Democrat demonic or something. And just stop, stop polluting our churches. Pastors too. You pastors out there urging your people to vote for these godless Democrats. Why don't you just set up a satanic temple and make yourself the high priest? I mean, you might as well. You're supporting the killing of unborn babies, shedding their blood. You think that's great. That's a good thing. We celebrate that. And the satanic temple said abortion is one of their rituals and they want to protect it as a, as a, as a religious right for them. The satanic temple says abortion is one of their rituals and you got preachers who claim to be representing God saying, yeah, 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 we, we love abortion. Let's do more abortions. Let's support Planned Parenthood. Let's kill more babies. Let's shed more innocent blood. Aren't we godly in doing so? So just go ahead and make yourself the, a satanic high priest and get it over with. I mean, and maybe the people who really know the Lord want to serve the Lord can keep the building and stay in the church and, and, and go ahead and serve God. And the rest of you can go establish a Democrat demonic temple and go worship whatever deity you think you worship there. And you can go there and, and, and have dedicate services to baby killing. Dedicate services to homosexuality and transgenderism and, and whatever abominable thing the Democrat Party comes up with. Go ahead and just celebrate that stuff. But don't, 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 don't do what the Jews did uh, in, in biblical times, which they allowed people like Jezebel. Jezebel was the head of the Democrat Party. She and Ahab were the head of the Democrat Party in Israel. And they turned the temple into a brothel. Well, you can go to the temple, have homosexual sex, have heterosexual sex, just go into the temple, just, have, just, just abominable, worship, worship, Baal. Just do whatever you wanted to do. Go get every perverse lust fulfilled right, right there in the temple of God. Just pollute the temple of God. Well, at least come out of, come out of God's temple and go, go establish your own. Just do something else. I know, folks, I know this is, this is tough, but I, Look, I've just had it with this stuff. It is quite clear what the Bible teaches. Nobody wants to talk about that. But it is quite clear what the Bible teaches. The people on Fox who claim to be Christians, they don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. I see what they're going to have to say to God when they stand before him. Oh, Lord, I, I was making too much money to get into that. Claim to be Christians, right? Writing Christian books and then saying, you know, and our respect for the LGBTQ, blah, 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 blah. I don't have any respect for that. I respect those human beings, but I don't respect this, this abominable movement. As a Christian, that thing is not of God. 
but people are busy compromising because they're making money or they've got a reputation. And the homosexual mafia has so much power in the media. This is why I, I've told you on my, my Facebook page, I know my Facebook page is being shadow banned. It's, it's not growing at all. I don't know what Facebook is doing with it. And some of you obviously are watching me, but I tell you what, my audience is not expanding on Facebook. That's why we established E.W. Jackson for America. So I can have a place where I control the ability to, to say what I want to say rather than having Twitter or Facebook or YouTube. YouTube has banned me. But everything I've said to you is the absolute truth of the word of God. And by the way, and I have a First Amendment right to say it in our beloved country. But of course, these totalitarianists and these demonic people, they don't want you to have a First Amendment right. They don't want you to have any rights to say anything that they don't agree with. But when I tell you there's no such thing as a same-sex marriage, that is the truth. It's a legal fiction. That is the truth. When I tell you it's abominable, it's a perversion, it's, it's child grooming to start trying to talk to three and four and five and six and seven-year-olds or any minor uh, uh, in spite of their parents' wishes and desires or against their parents' wishes and, and, and hiding things from their parents, that that is wicked and twisted and abominable. That's the truth. But no, 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 no. We don't want to say that because, you know, we need to we need to buy into the lie in order to advance our careers. Uh, you know, one of these days, every single one of us is going to stand before God. And when I stand before God, saints, I I want God to say, "Well done." And I don't want to have to make excuses like, well, Lord, I would have gotten into that. But, you know, as a black man, I couldn't say that. I couldn't criticize critical race theory. I know you told us we're we're one family of humanity. And you told us in 2 Corinthians 5, 16, that we're not supposed to look at each other according to the flesh. But I couldn't do that because as a black man in America, I had to I had to play the race card. Or, well, Lord, you know, I was a Fox News contributor and I, I could not condemn homosexuality as sin because I lost my job. Because they've all bought into it is great. And some of my homosexual colleagues who are conservative might have been offended. And that's why we see that's why we've been losing the culture, because we compromise and they don't. Let me say that again, because it bears repeating. The reason why we've been losing the culture is that we, so-called Christians, compromise and they don't. They don't ever back up. They don't ever back down. They don't ever stop. They don't ever say, well, we don't want to go any further because it might offend somebody. They want more and more and more and more. And if they back you up two steps, you think they say, okay, well, now we've compromised. We're all set. No, 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 no. No, you back up another two steps, back up another five steps, back up another 10 steps until finally you're back into a corner where you don't have any choice but to fight your way out. That's, that's where this is all going if we don't do our job and start standing up against this stuff. I had some uh, uh, people call me yesterday, a couple people called me yesterday and say, one thing is for sure, you start messing with my children, you're going to see a side of me you don't want to see. 
But see, we've allowed it to get to this point. How did we even get to a point? Uh, this is interesting. You can debate whether it's okay to talk to children about their sexuality without their parents' permission, but you can't debate climate change. That's settled. We're not even going to put you on to discuss that because that's settled. My brothers and sisters, awake to righteousness and sin not. Paul goes on to say in that passage, I say this to your shame because you know not the knowledge of God. And I'm not speaking to those Christians who do know. I'm speaking to those people who claim to be Christians who don't know and won't stand up. And one of these days you're going to find yourself so backed into a corner that you don't have any way out. And we've allowed ourselves to get to this point. And I'm sounding the alarm that we better start responding now. And, and here again, you all know, just to, as we end the program, just so you know, this is never a call to violence for me. I am categorically, unequivocally opposed to violence, except in the case of personal self-defense or defense of the lives of others. I'm talking about beating them at the ballot box, beating them in the debate, beating them in the cultural pull and tug to turn this country into a secular, socialist, atheist, Marxist nation. See, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations in every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought under obedience to Jesus Christ. That's how we fight. There's a song that I love that says, this is how I fight my battles. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And that's what we have to remember. God is on our side because we are on his side. So, look, it, this, this, this so-called Respect for Marriage Act is a disappointment, but, but keep two things in mind. Legislation can be repealed, number one, and number two, there is still the Constitution. It still exists, and this legislation, this legislation that they're trying to pass, likely to pass and be signed by Biden, this legislation is going to have to withstand constitutional scrutiny, and I don't believe it can make it. If these justices, the conservative textualist justices, do their job, the originalists do their job, they will strike this legislation down as unconstitutional because the First Amendment is first because it's first. If you don't have the right of freedom of conscience and freedom of speech, then you don't have any rights at all. And freedom of speech, of course, is related to freedom of conscience. You have the right to say what you want to say because you have the right to think what you want to think. Well, that's going to do it for today. Uh, if you're from Georgia and you haven't voted yet, get out there and vote for Herschel Walker. If you're a Christian, get out there and vote for Herschel Walker. If you are a black Christian particularly, get out there and vote for Herschel Walker. 
And if you are black and you really care about the black community, get out there and vote for Herschel Walker because Raphael Warnock does not work for the black community. He does not work for Georgia. He works for George Soros and works for the devil. Hey, I said it because it's true. It's, that man's no more than a, a child of God than uh, I'll leave it at that. He's not. Tony Dungy raised the question. He said, yeah, Raphael Warnock may be a pastor, but the question is, is he a Christian? Well, let me give you the answer. No. No, he's not. He's a pulpiteer. His wife put it, former wife put it well, say he puts on a phenomenal show. But that's all it is. Don't send that man to the U.S. Senate. Send Herschel Walker. I see him come on Fox and say, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I'm a child of God. I hear him openly proclaiming that. You ever heard Raphael Warnock say that? No, because he's not. He knows it. He probably knows it. And when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Let's win this thing in Georgia and give ourselves a reason to rejoice. God bless you, everybody. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up, because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit. Because we are on God's side.